Hello everyone, welcome to Lazada Sustainability Academy. Through this program, we hope to share with you the necessary knowledge to future-proof and transform your business's sustainability. I'm your host Casey from Lazada. In an era of increasing environmental awareness, quantifying environmental impacts has become a necessity for businesses seeking to stay competitive. Measuring the environmental aspects of the business allows one to effectively manage their footprint and identify additional cost saving and businesses opportunities. Let's hear it from Brian, Partner and Sustainability and Climate Assurance Leader for Deloitte, Asia Pacific and Southeast Asia. With over 20 years of experience in the field of sustainability development, Brian oversees Deloitte's ESG services in the Asia-Pacific region and also sits on various sustainability committees in Singapore and beyond. Brian, very great to have you with us. Thank you, Casey. So, what are the common environmental impacts from Southeast Asia's SMEs and why are they important? Thank you. This is a, this is a really good question because uh, SME in Southeast Asia plays a very significant role in the economy of the regions. And I believe in most of the countries, uh, over 90% of the business are SMEs. So um, of course they contribute uh, the, to, to the economy by providing employment and also uh, contributing to the GDP, but uh, they also have relevant environmental impacts that need to be measured and mitigated as well. Um, for example, um, which I can give some examples. For example, air pollutions, uh, which many SMEs engage in manufacturing and also production process that will release pollutants to the air, contributing to the air, air pollutions. Uh, or besides some air pollutions, also water pollutions and water usage as well. As many of those, they will, offer, they will discharge wastewater into the water bodies. And they also consume significant amounts of water for their production process, uh, contributing to the water stress in areas where water resources are scarce as well, as well as uh, waste generation and management. So um, uh, given that waste production is uh, also an important and significant issues with inadequate uh, disposal and also recycling practices as well. And of course, also the last one is regarding sort of the impact on energy consumption as well, which they use uh, many of the SMEs, due to the lack of investment, they will often use energy inefficient technologies and also depends on fossil fuels. So these are the these are these are uh, common types of environmental impacts that uh, we see SME uh, are creating uh, in their business process. But of course, this is also really important to um, measures uh, by those SMEs as well, given that there are several reason behind. First is we are seeing that uh, environmental regulations uh, are, are, have, are becoming more stringent uh, in most of the Southeast Asian countries. So compliance with regulations uh, will be our uh, first priorities for SMEs to uh, looking at in order to survive uh, and meet the legal, legal requirements. So this is something that across the countries, many of the regulators are putting quite a lot of focuses on and compliance can help uh, companies to avoid legal responsibility and fines as well. Mm -hmm. And of course, also looking at market access to and competitiveness, 
especially many SMEs, they are also the suppliers of global companies. Mm. Um, those international partners or even the general consumers in Southeast Asia, they are becoming more and more environmentally conscious. So SME will need to look at how to uh, uh, adhere to environmental standards and help them to have better access to the markets and also establish themselves as a responsible and competitive payers as well. And then, of course, also looking at risk management uh, because environmental risk is actually a one of the big ones uh, that many regulators are looking at. When we look at different types of the environmental risk, looking at climate, biodiversity, nature, so risk management will be another will be another driving force for um, SMEs to look at how to minimize their environmental impacts, and of course also looking at social license to operate, uh, especially mm -hmm. the local communities. Um, they are expecting companies that operating in their local in the in the regions uh, will need to engage in responsible environmental practice so that they can enhance their reputations and acceptance by the local communities and stakeholders. So we, we just talk about the um, compliance, legal compliance, uh, market, market access, and also social license to operate. But eventually it will come to a questions about the financial implications. Uh, regarding everything, we come back to the cost. I mean, like the operating costs of the, of the companies in terms of looking at uh, whether if they are not complying with the local laws and regulations, they may be fined by the government. Uh, if they are not managing the environmental impact, they may be lost in the markets. Uh, so this is regarding how to look at the financial side of uh, managing environmental risk, but um, environmental impact. But of course, we are also seeing that more and more financial institutions, uh, especially the banks, uh, when they do business with companies, when they give a loan to the companies. They are also assessing companies' performance on environmental management as well. So access to financing will be another very critical factor that companies will need to look at uh, when they are talking about their environmental, uh, minimizing or reducing their environmental impact as well. So these are all the driving force that we are seeing, uh, no matter from the government, from the private sector, and from the clients of the SMEs, that will lead them to think about more and more about um, managing their environmental impact. Looking at something more specific, what metrics can SMEs selling consumer goods use to measure their environmental impacts? And how can they effectively track these metrics in their operations? Yeah, thanks, Casey. Yeah, this is a this is a really important question because uh, if you are not measuring uh, what uh, you need to manage, so you are not doing a good management, right? So quantifying environmental impact for SME in this sector, in the consumer goods sector, is crucial for sustainable operations as as well as responsible business practices. So there are several common metrics that we are seeing companies are used to quantify environmental impacts and ways in which business can effectively track them. So monitor, monitor regular, regular monitoring and tracking are the important part. So what are the common environmental impact measures? I believe uh, there are several ones that companies will need to look at. First, of course, we mentioned about uh, pollutions, uh, at the greenhouse gas emissions, 
or a carbon footprint of the of the companies when they operate their business will be one really important one to look at. So many companies will measure their, their greenhouse gas emission generated directly or indirectly by their business. So for example, looking at their energy, looking at their, at their energy consumptions, looking at whether they have any equipments that will produce uh, such uh, those uh, greenhouse gas such as, such as uh, snorks or nox or methane, uh, different types of greenhouse gas as well. So uh, carbon will be it will be definitely the most important one that the market is looking at, especially when we talk about how uh, we can tackle climate change together. But of course, also looking at other types of the matrix that uh, will have some um, um, implication to the cost of companies as well, including, of course, energy consumptions. How you can quantify the amount of energy used in your productions or distribution of the goods. Uh, I do, we do believe that there are numbers of uh, ways that you can check your electricity bill, uh, if you own your company vehicles, how much fuel you're consuming. So energy consumption will be another one which on one hand makes sense to um, contribution to sustainability but also makes sense to your um, managing your operating costs as well. And then, of course, also looking at water. Um, I mean, the volume of water used in various process is an, another common um, uh, matrix that companies are managing, especially in some industries that water usage is a critical one uh, for the business process. And of course, also looking at uh, some impact of waste generations, how much waste that companies are produce, uh, including solid waste, hazardous waste or e-waste e e as well. And for so some companies, they are also looking at some supply chain sustainability as well, uh, given that um, they may not own their own factories, uh, but if their supply chain factories got into any problem of, uh, for example, child labor, forced labor, um, even if the companies will also get into trouble. The company that sell the products, that we are being produced by those, those suppliers will also get into trouble. Mm. So we are also seeing some uh, companies are managing their supply chain sustainability in terms of working hours, uh, labor standards, uh, health and safety issues of their suppliers as well. So there's a wide range of issues that companies will look at, I mean, on environmental impact, but also something beyond the environmental impacts as well. But of course, um, one question that uh, companies always ask is how to effectively track this matrix uh, in their operations, given that uh, somehow this is um, something maybe relatively new to many companies. So how to track that will be, will be a very essential one. So as mentioned, the key is to look at how to regularly check and monitor. So in, in order to check and monitor, there are several steps that our companies will can do in terms of looking in terms of um, looking at uh, checking that on a regular basis. First is to uh, what are the standards and tools that companies can looking at. Many companies have started to uh, implement the environmental management system, uh, adopt standards uh, or frameworks such as the ISO 14000 standards, uh, and it can help to provide guidelines for checking and improving 
company's performance as well. You don't necessarily need to get a certification uh, for uh, for those standards, but you can make reference to those standards, make it as a part of your environmental management, make reference to some principles or how the way that uh, you can do that, um, and the way that how other other companies are doing that. I believe it will be something that we really uh, meaningful for you as a reference. And second, there are also quite a numbers of tools in the markets. Uh, you don't need, really need to look at some really, really fantastic, really comprehensive, really sophisticated one. Even as mentioned, many of the um, environmental uh, impacts or, or matrix, you have been, you have, you have access to those information. For example, when we talk about energy consumption, uh, you look at your electricity bill, your gas bill, your water bill. Uh, how much fuel you consume? You have records where right? you pay the fuel bills, right? So all the all 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 the information you have the you have the relevant uh, documents or records. So how to turn those records uh, into your uh, uh, regular collections uh, of those uh, environmental informations? Uh, you can leverage different types of the tools, uh, even Excel spreadsheet. Uh, it will be something that will be pretty easy to look at. But of course, if you if your business is more complicated, you have multiple locations. It will be good to also to look at to invest uh, in some environmental management software, some cloud based solutions as well. Which there are quite numbers of those available in the market, and um, the. Uh, with a good uh, price as well, good, good is a pretty good bargain in the market as well. Given that there are quite numbers of uh, startup in the market, and of course, eventually you want to you want to ensure that your practices are in in good shape. You want to showcase to your stakeholders that um, you have a good environmental management. You can also participate in those certification programs as well. Uh, getting being third party verified, get a certifications on environmental management. So these are all the all the all the areas that you can you can you can start with. But of course, in order to track those environmental impact metrics, you need to ensure that those you track are meaningful to you. In terms of first, uh, to look at your environmental impact. On the environment, second dimension is those matrix makes sense to you as a business. If you are managing, I mean, the electricity consumption, energy consumption well, it also bring you benefit by reducing the operating costs. So you need to identify the matrix first, and then use different measures, different means, and then identify relevant um, data owners uh, within your organization to do a regular checking and monitoring. So this is some this is some hints that I would like to give uh, in, for SME who want to start your journey uh, to track your matrix. But more importantly, after connect after getting those information, as a management, you also need to discuss and see what are the implications as well. So to so that you can have uh, more chance more chances for you to have further improvement on your environmental management. Thanks for the really great insights, Brian. So what challenges do businesses, especially SMEs, face when quantifying environmental impacts and how can they overcome them? Yeah, I believe there are four to five 
major challenges that we are seeing. The first one is, of course, always the limited resources uh, for SMEs, uh, financial resources, manpower, technical expertise, whether they can conduct such a comprehensive environmental impact assessment. Right. So this is this is uh, challenges we always see. Uh, in terms of solutions, of course, uh, I think in the last episode we also mentioned there are quite numbers of um, government grants, uh, subsidies, or even we see that in uh, by some nonprofit organizations, NGOs, academic institutions, they offer some free tools uh, for companies to do to look at their environmental footprint as well. So leverage those grants or support or tools, or feed free tools from those organizations, and then utilize a cost-effective and also user-friendly tools and software that designed for SMEs will be something that is important. But also look at how to train something up, someone up in your organization so that you have someone to look at those issues on a regular basis. So I think this is the first challenge I've ever seen, the limited resources. The second one is on data collection difficulties. Of course, it uh, depends on how complicated, complex, uh, complicated your organization is, whether you are a hu uh, relatively huge organization or you, your organization with multiple locations, you involve in different industries. So some SMEs may find it difficult to collect accurate and reliable information on various environmental matrix. So in such case, um, what are the uh, solutions? First is, of course, you look at your peers. What are they collecting at the moment uh, in terms of sustainability data? And also to look at whether, uh, also similar to the, to the recommendations on uh, limited resources, what are the available technologies that you can use uh, to do a monitoring? And of course, you if you, you if you have more resources and you if you are in a built uh, a built built environment, you may also be able to look at some technologies such as sensors or IoT device for some real time monitoring and data gathering as well. But of course, it depends on. Um, your your organi the size of your organization. So this is the I think the, the second challenges uh, that we are seeing. The third one, of course, is looking at whether there are um, incentives as well. I think lack of incentives is always uh, a challenge for SMEs. Why they need to do uh, such uh, uh, more uh, monitoring and do the data collections? Right. Of course, we mentioned. There are more and more stringent uh, legal requirements, expectations from international buyers as well. But uh, how to ensure that um, internally um, they understand the incentives of doing so, given that many SME may not see the immediate financial benefits from investing in environmental impact measurements and mitigations. So the solutions, of course, you get need to get the get the top management buy-in, understand and communicate the long-term benefits uh, of doing such environmental impact management assessment, uh, including cost saving from efficiency improvement, you how to enhance your brand reputation, compliance with relevant laws and regulations. So this is more like a top-down approach to um, have the whole organization 
in understanding the in understanding the um, uh, um, kind of a landscape. And then, of course, uh, as mentioned, um, sinking sinking external support, no matter from government NGOs. Uh, collaborate. I believe um, there are more and more collaborations between uh, within a, for example, some chamber of commerce, industrial organizations, and even among SMEs. And, and also by working with SME and their clients, their big, their corporate clients, which are, which are relatively big in size, uh, collaborations in terms of creating an ecosystem will be also very important to overcome those challenges as well. But also looking at how to tie back um, environmental impact measurements with some cost saving kind of measures as well. I do, I, I did involve in some um, um, kinds of work that um, many of those are manufacturers and we are looking at how to combine uh, environmental, I mean, management, lean manufacturing, also health and safety uh, together to, to see the business benefit of doing um, environmental management. So I think that the, 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 the important part is how to look at the um, available resources and then look at the business case of doing that. And then I believe for SMEs, you can find a way out to monitor your environmental impact uh, as a business as usual. Thank you, Brian, for sharing the importance and tips of measuring our environmental impact. In part two of our conversation, we will delve into the technology and additional resources that SMEs can tap on to quantify environmental impacts more effectively. To our valued audience, we hope you've enjoyed today's conversation. Please remember to stay tuned to the upcoming episode of Lazada Sustainability Academy. Goodbye.